This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 351 of the Dressage Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Total Saddle Fit, 2K Gray, Kentucky Performance Products, and Bed in a Box. On today's show, we've got Karen Iceberg on an, for a nutrition segment focused on feeding vitamin E. Hilary Moore-Hebert from Dressage Today joins us, and TotalSaddleFit.com has a new product that we're excited to talk about. Listen in. This is Reese Koffler-Stanfield from Loxahatchee, Florida. And this is Philip Parks from Rockwood, Ontario, and you're listening to the Dressage Radio Show. Hi, Reese. Hi. Hi, Phil. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, not much. Just dealing with the cold and stuff. Um, I guess we don't have Glenn today. He's, he's doing know, something he else. Was he? He's hanging out with sponsors. He is hanging out with our awesome sponsor, Karen Nisberg from Kentucky Performance Products. So they came on, did the segment, and then they uh, they left it in theoretically our capable hands. <laughs> That was a, no, I don't know. <laughs> I know it, it always goes wrong when when it's in our capable, not so capable hands. But how are you doing? I, I'm doing really well. I think you know, feeling today like maybe there's a turn in the weather to something warmer. Things oh, are sort hope. of melting. I really hope it's going to get better. But um, it got rough there. Yeah, it, it did really get rough. really rough. So I hope every, everybody's okay after the deep. <laughs> Me too. Just one of those polar vortexes thingies. Oh, I know. That's when you're in Florida and you're like, nobody wants to talk to me right now. They all want to stab me. But uh, <laughs> yeah, well, it's been busy down here. It's it, We are full steam ahead for sure. Uh, down here, we're training. Uh, Elon Court is doing fantastically. Uh, I'm enjoying, uh, you know, it's it's really fun as an instructor. And, and I know all instructors out there or all students can can kind of relate to this. You know, as instructors, we teach a lot. Phil, Phil and I both teach a, a lot and we love it. But <laughs> there is something about, you know, having lessons ourselves that yeah, is so, sure. it, it's yeah, it invigorates you. It, it makes me a better teacher. Uh, so I'm going to say this for all the in- students out there. You know, the best thing you can do for your instructor is is help them, you know, help them maybe financially get to a trainer's conference or maybe a lesson with their trainer if you ever want to give them a gift or something. Uh, it really is fantastic. And, and I come back just a better instructor because I'm also sort of getting new ideas and seeing yeah, things. All, and all that learning trickles down, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. And it's sort of infectious, you know, like, oh, this is so great. And um, our weather is actually a little bit better here. We also, we've not had the best weather this season. I know no one wants to hear that, but <laughs> it, <laughs> I have seen a lot of rain, not yeah. just sprinkling rain, like pouring mm, rain. Yeah, there's, <laughs> and tornadoes. Yeah, yeah, there's not too many indoors or covered arenas in no. Florida, so everyone no. suffers a little bit when when you get the bad weather. No, but, it's true. It's true. But like you said, I don't feel so bad for you. So. Nobody feels sorry for Move us. On. But it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there were tornadoes the other day, and that was a little scary. I'm not gonna lie. So <laughs> not like, not much oh, happening boy. in the shows this week, I guess. Uh, it's like quite weak here. Yep. Yeah. After the giant five star, everybody was taking a break, I suppose. Yes, I think so. Everyone's been, you know, just training. There's a lot of clinics going on, but actually, it's been a pretty quiet week this week. Right after this commercial from 2K Gray, we're going to come back and talk with contributed editor of Dressage Today and our favorite monthly guest, Hillary Moore Hebert. Two K Gray's mission is to honor a woman's adventurous spirit 
by creating apparel that offers comfort while riding, plus style when you're not. In 2011, Grand Prix rider and entrepreneur Chris Pinto joined forces with fashion industry veteran Merrill Ranzer to create a chic and sophisticated line of performance riding breeches that look and feel better than your favorite pair of jeans. The line, made for women by women, is now being expanded and refined by teaming up with global equine manufacturer and distributor Intrepid International and notable fashion designer Kia Tomlin. 2K Gray offers serious riding clothes that are sturdy in the saddle, yet slimming, stunning, and sophisticated everywhere else. Each detail, from pocket shape to seam placement, is designed to enhance a woman's silhouette and to celebrate different body types. The collection is machine washable and proudly designed in the USA. Check out the new and exciting designs at 2kgray.com. That's the number 2, the letter K, G-R-E-Y, dot com. You can also follow them on Facebook at 2kgray. Feel better and ride better. 2kgray. Well, tonight we are so excited to have Hillary Moore Hebert, contributing editor from Dressage Today On for her monthly segment. Hillary, how are you? I am doing very well. How are you guys? Well, I have to know how that sweet baby's doing. <laughs> so um, hopefully cute. he will be very quiet. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, t- just tell him he doesn't want to be on the radio just yet. It's so yeah. cute. Oh, my. I, I got to meet him in person because you did a really cool thing with your students a couple, well, a couple weeks ago, a month ago. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, can you tell us a little bit about what you did? Yeah, so I have, um, as many instructors do, um, quite a few adult amateurs for students, and um, they have some pretty high-powered jobs outside of Washington, D.C. is where the barn is located. Um, So we came down to Florida, but instead of bringing horses, we did a bunch of unmounted clinics, and um, Reese was lucky enough to get to hang out with us. We were very lucky to hang out with her. No, it was (laughs) Um, awesome. It was super fun. I loved it. And um, it was really interesting. Uh, She had a student who was moving up to third level at the show, and she talked a little bit about that transition, um, and that was really neat. And then we also got to have um, a seat lesson with Heather Blitz, um, and she was giving us all a bunch of instructions on how to do things. Um, and then, uh, we got to see, this was really cool. Um, David Marcus, um, was teaching Tooney Page on the horse that she had that won, um, at the CDI that, um, same weekend. And then, um, we were watching Nicholas Fife and Robert Dover came and sat down next to us and started teaching him. So that was really cool. Um, we also got to do a bunch of other things, including going over to West to see the jumping stuff and do the shopping there, which if you don't <laughs> go over fences is still a phenomenal thing to see. So we saw some of the Grand Prix jumper stuff and, um, and, oh my gosh, we got to see the Grand Prix freestyle, which was unbelievable that um, was that Saturday night because it was rained out for Friday. So that was really cool. You guys did. You came you on. jam-packed, crazy Yeah, time. jam-packed, and it rained. Oh, my gosh, yeah. did it rain when you guys were here. Yeah, and not to <laughs> pat myself on the back, but I brought my four-month-old son with me. Yeah, And my mom met us down there, but he was with us for the trip. So he flew on the airplane, 
and he was hanging out. He stayed in the hotel. Um, I spoke at the Young Rider graduate program. I am suddenly realizing how much we did, but um, I, I wanted to talk for a second, actually, about the Young Rider graduate program, because I yes. spoke about juggling life and um, your, you know, riding, and it was very interesting how many people at the end when I said, you know, raise your hand if you think that their, like, children don't exist in the sport, that you don't see them around, that people don't have kids. And this is a group of 20-somethings who are, you know, hoping to do high performance, and almost everyone in the room raised their hand. And I think it's really interesting. I was, you know, going around to the different barns, and there's definitely not only kids, but people have families. And I think it's important for people who are listening to your show that are aspiring professionals to realize, you know, I got to meet Reese's husband. He was down visiting. Um, you know, it's not about just being an island in a dressage world. You need to have a support system in case I haven't said that a thousand times. But, um, yes, we do have kids. We do have husbands. And, you know. Or wives. I, I think that's or an wives. important thing. Yes, yes. <laughs> or yeah. wives. Yeah, I totally forgot my husband was in. Yeah, we, he came in and, and he was so cute. It was it was a holiday, so he had um, Monday off. And that was sort of what worked for us. And But I said, um, you know, you're coming on like a really busy weekend. And he said, it's fine. I'll just walk around and hang out. And I was like, are you, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, it is fine. And he did. He walked around the horse show. He came back. He had, he had, did, he, he was, he came back with French fries. I was like, where did you, what were you doing? So it is true. We do. We have, we have lives. And I think Hillary, you do an amazing job. You have a husband, you have a new baby, you know, Phil has a wife and, and we all, you know, it is true. Like we all juggle having a real life and we all try to, to do that. And we're all friends and it's fun that uh, I'm thankful that I have Philip in my life because um, he sometimes helps me with my husband. If I really want a new horse or something, I'm like, I think you should call Philip. He, he you know, it works well. <laughs> I, I have used that or, you know, I think you should talk to Philip about this. I think it's a good idea, um, but it is true. And, and, and I think that that is, you know, a good thing to say is we all do kind of uh, juggle a lot of things uh, to make this work just like any other career. Yeah. And, you know, and as a professional, I mean, I do, deal directly with the clients but those clients have other people associated with them and uh and that are a big part of you have to realize there's big families and and everybody gets gets involved with showing the horse right and so uh um you know you have to be be thinking about these things so hillary uh what what else were you you going to bring to us from your jam-packed weekend some tips and things so i would say the most memorable thing that i saw and this may be an unusual thing to say but um in the freestyle and um apologies if i tell his name but juan matuta jr did the freestyle with a pretty green grand prix horse reese did you watch the freestyle no, no, talking about balancing, we had my husband and I had a plan to go to Delray for that night, and and they had moved the freestyle from Friday night, which we were going to go and watch. But we had we had plans and 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 to get away actually from Wellington, so I well, wasn't there. With you know, luckily with the Wellington, you can go see you know a phenomenal three or five star, you know, every minute of every weekend. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, yeah. You know, just go the next weekend, but. I think there was two things that I saw about it that I think was the most memorable. The first is, um, I, I, I don't know how old he is, but he, uh, you know, is not older than what, 22 years oh, old. Well, he still shows in the, in the, uh, young riders. Uh, I think yeah. he's junior. I think he's 18. 
That's what I was thinking, and I didn't want to say that, but he went into the ring, and, you know, technically, uh, he he did very well, but technically, you know, he now has, what, like, 70 years to perfect it based on, like, the whole Olympic age of a rider. (laughs) Right. But it was a very clean test. The music was to a lot of the different Rocky music. And the musicality of it and the way it matched a lot of the expression in the horse, I thought was a lot of what we need to see with some of the riders coming up. Um, You know, he seemed to have an awareness of the music and how it matched the performance aspect of it. Um, You know, for his age in a surprisingly, um, he did it very, very well. Even if he were, you know, twice his age, I would have been impressed. Um, but in general, too, I think the reason that it struck me is because he has a level of confidence that exceeds his age, um, you know, to tenfold. Uh, and I think for all of the listeners, even if you're going out, you know, at a training level and it's your first show, a lot of why he gives the impression that it's a good test is because he has a horse that doesn't have, you know, years and years of experience at the Grand Prix, but he rides like he's been doing this forever. And as a result, his horse seems very confident. And then the two of them give the impression of control, not in a way of he's, you know, submission I'm talking about, but control like they have been practiced enough that they're confident in what they're doing. So I really was struck by his ride. Um, you know, you have Tina and Nicola and some of the other riders that are have just been doing this forever that are phenomenal riders, and I love watching them. But his confidence, I think, is really one of the things that supports his technical skill from being in a, a family that has supported that. Um, but, you know, I was surprised. I kind of was thinking about that, and I, I definitely is the first thing that I noticed out of the weekend. Yeah, no, I think you're right. And he does a great job. I mean, he really does. Um, and he's gotten quite a lot of experience and he's got a great seat. And um, he, all the, he's the heartthrob of Wellington. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but he's a really, really nice kid. He's a really, really nice kid and a great family. Uh, but I, I agree. I mean, he does such a great job. And um, But I, I think that, that you brought it up. I mean, when you come to Wellington, and I think that was what was so cool about your group's tour. Now, you know, most people, you have an unbelievable amount of connections, but this is such a fun weekend and it, you girls were having a blast. Uh, every time I looked up, I saw y'all having fun. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I think if I were to run the Wellington tourism board, I would be like out making calls because I honestly believe you don't have to have a billion dollars. If you can go and have it be some of my students, they considered this, you know, the vacation that they've taken for the first time in several years because they worked so hard. But for them, you know, it rained, but otherwise we got our share of, you know, little sunburns and the weather was gorgeous. We went out and had casual dinners at some cool places. Um, and so you can have it be that it's a vacation spot and you don't have to necessarily bring your horses down to do all of the things that you would to immerse yourself. You know, if you're down there and you have four horses in training, you still can take your time off to go and do clinics and watch shows and stuff like that. But, you know, I I think more people need to come down just to spectate and have it be 
that they feel comfortable with that as a possibility that's no different than if you're just going for a trip to Florida anyway. There's a lot of shopping and some other things to do, um, you know, that isn't related to the horse world. So you can even come with some other friends and maybe just two of your days would be watching horse show stuff while they're at the spa or something. Um, but it's a great place to bring both a family or, you know, adult friends or just go by yourself even there's so much to do well I agree and I think it was a really really good thing uh I that was a great idea and um if anybody has questions or want to find you online how do they do that so um you can learn there's actually um an insider side to Wellington on the website at dressagetoday.com that Nancy Jaffer wrote if you guys want to check that out there's a lot of information um you can also check us out on Facebook, where there's some reports from the shows this season and pictures, um, Twitter, Pinterest, and YouTube. Well, tonight, it is so fun to have Karen Isberg, president of Kentucky Performance Products. She is actually in the studio with Glenn. How are you guys? We're doing really well. It's nice and warm here in Florida, so I'm enjoying it instead of being in cold Kentucky. I know. So, Karen, what are you doing in Ocala? Well, I've come down here to watch my favorite boy um, move up to training level. He moved up last weekend, and I just had to come down and see it. So, Yeah, training eventing. Yes. Training eventing. level eventing. <laughs> yeah, so, so what was the move up like for him? We've got to know. Well, um, he was great. He didn't seem to bother at all. He minded at all. In fact, I think he liked having bigger jumps to jump because he's always been kind of distracted out on course, you know, kind of going to Megan, oh, look at those people by the jump, and oh, look's over there. And uh, with training level, he had to gallop a little faster and jump a little higher, and I think that got his attention. For new listeners, let's just tell them, you own this horse. You're the owner of a, an event horse. Yes. And who's the rider? The rider is Megan Lynn. Megan Lynn. Yes. We interviewed her on one of the shows one day. She's super excited to be riding your horse, too. This is a, this is a talented little boy. Yes, he is. Yeah. Yeah. He is. I've seen him in the flesh, and he is fantastic. So how was the dressage? Since we're on the dressage radio show, what, what was his dressage test like? <laughs> oh, you mean we have to care about the, that? The, the dressage oh. was no. good. Um, he got a 26, which, of course, wow, you know, that's the really lower good, score actually. is better yep. in eventing. Yeah. And so a, minus from 100. Reese, so the wind was blowing 100 miles an hour. I kid you not. I believe he it. Was, I it mean, happens. he came in as he was coming in the ring. A blew over. Oh my God! <laughs> fell over, uh, <laughs> you know, and they, the people were circling at the end of the ring. They couldn't hear the whistles. They couldn't hear the bells. The judges were like standing up and waving. It's time <laughs> to come in. And Megan uh, said it was really hard because she couldn't judge his speed very well, his pace, because she oh. would be going away from the wind, and it would feel like she was going really fast. And then when she came into the wind, it would feel like she was going really slow. So she came out going, oh, I don't know what we did. I can't tell. <laughs> oh, That's you know, what, that problem. is, it's true. And, and down here, actually, well, I guess all over in spring and fall in Kentucky is the same. Like, the weather can be a big factor. Yeah. You know, and it's, I, I don't know how, we have an indoor at home, and there are times when I try to walk out in the rain, so my guys aren't, you know, like, oh, my God, it's raining. But... <laughs> I get it. We we had a couple of weeks ago when I did uh, showed hello. You know, it literally was eighty five, and then I got on him, and it was thirty nine degrees the next morning oh and blowing, gosh. and he has no hair. And oh my gosh, it was, yeah, it was fun. Well, was a he exciting. was good. He handled it well, and he went in, and he's he's very steady in dressage. He just he just very rhythmic and very steady, and and he did really well. We were proud of him. 
Oh, that is so cool. I love it. Well, Karen, you are back for our Kentucky Performance Products Nutrition Tip of the Month. And this is something that you and I have worked with together. And we're talking about the wonders of vitamin E, right? Yes. Love it. So let's get started. Let's talk about vitamin E, why you feed it, all those good things. Well, vitamin E is one of the most powerful antioxidants that is available to the horse. And what an antioxidant does is it limits the damage caused by everyday oxidative stress. Um, And it, it maintains healthy muscles and nerve function. And it supports a really strong immune system in horses. And you've used it on some of your guys, and you've seen a big difference, haven't you? Unbelievable. Well, actually, I, I, I'm not going to say I was a skeptic. Well, I was kind of a skeptic, not going to lie. And you said we, one horse we were particularly having trouble getting weight on. And I'm so lucky to have you at home, and I can call and say, Karen, I'm, I'm just having, I'm struggling with this horse. I need you to come over. Um, and, and your team is fantastic at doing that, answering any questions that you may have. And I get you in the flesh, and you came over, and we really have worked on this one particular horse. He was a picky eater. He was hard to get weight on. And the first thing you said is we've got to put him on vitamin E. And we did. And oh my goodness, did that sucker look fantastic. Oh, it was great. Um, so tell people like, how do you feed it? I know there's, there's limits on how much you can feed and how often you can feed it. How does that work? Well, the biggest problem with natural vitamin E is most horses don't get enough of it. So about uh, the best source of natural vitamin E is green grass. And horses have to graze a significant period of time, 12 hours or more a day, to get enough vitamin E to just meet their maintenance um, requirements. So if you have a horse that's working and is not out on grass like many horses are or only goes out for an hour or is out on kind of poor pasture, then you absolutely need to supplement that. So um, so they, nine months a year they have grass in most places, and the other three months they don't. It's covered in snow or it's dead. So that's... They're missing it in those months then too, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, in the winter. In fact, there was a study done in Canada, Philip, that okay. showed that yes. the levels uh, in the horse from January through April and September through December dropped um, the blood levels of vitamin A. Of vitamin E because they're just not they're not grazing and they're not getting it anymore. Once the hay is dried, once the grass is dead or hay is dried and cut, within seven days there's a seventy percent decrease in the amount of vitamin E in that particular form. And it doesn't matter the kind of hay, of alfalfa or whatever. Makes no difference. Okay. It just wow. and, and that's typical of vitamins in general. They they denature very quickly. I think though to follow that up, I think every, everybody that feeds alfalfa thinks that you know it's just a cure all end all to everything because it's a thousand dollars a bale, and you know all the nutrients are still there because it's alfalfa. Yeah, and because yeah. it's still green. Right, right. When in mm-hmm. fact it's a pretty much yeah. a chocolate candy bar. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. So yeah. the vitamins do disappear pretty quickly in most hays. So it's and it's very important that you feed. Natural vitamin E. There's a lot of synthetic vitamin E out there, which is actually a petroleum product, believe it or not. Ew. It's really? a petroleum distillate. Yeah. Ugh. Isn't that gross? Ew. Yeah. <laughs> and the natural <laughs> vitamin E is, is, comes from uh, plant sources like soybean. So, and a lot and of how times, would you know that? Um, would it say natural vitamin Like, how would yes, you know? Yes, it would say natural vitamin E, or it says D-alpha-tocopherol. And that's the, that's the chemical name. If it says D-L-alpha-tocopherol, then it's synthetic. But if it says D-alpha-tocopherol, then it's natural. Uh, so that's what you're looking So for. cool. I would not yeah, have known yeah, that. So if it says vitamin E supplement, or, you know, then typically it's not natural. Mm, so it should say so, natural. Should, you're looking for natural, yeah. Yeah, from a natural source. So you want that D-alpha-tocopherol. 
That's the best. And the horses, we've done lots and lots of research, tons of it. They just don't absorb the synthetic very well at all. And, and what's the relationship between vitamin E and selenium? I think they come together quite a bit. Vitamin E and selenium, they're both antioxidants. So they okay. do a similar job. Um, and they help each other, and you have to have enough selenium in the body as well for mus- proper muscle function. The problem with selenium is it, if you feed too much, you can cause toxicities. Whereas right, with I've vitamin E, yeah. it's really not a problem. Um, horses that are suffering from uh, severe neurological issues have been put on 20,000 IUs, international units, of vitamin E for months and months at a time, and they have no problem with it. So the, at the levels you're feeding a performance horse you know, three to 5,000 IUs a day, there's no issue at all with toxicity with vitamin E. It sounds like sort of not only, the, not only you know, performance horses, but every horse could use a vi- vitamin E boost. I, I recommend it to about every person that I talk to because very few horses are out on enough grass, green grass, year-round. To be getting and the vitamins. At least if, you're, if your horse is grazing all day long and he's standing around and not doing much, then that's fine until the winter. And then a supplement supplement is helpful. But if you're working them at all, as you work them, as that muscle works, there's, of course, more um, going on within the muscle. And there's more of those, um, there's more oxidative stress occurring in the muscle. So the higher the requirements go as you work the horse. So any horse that's worked, even if they're turned out 24-7, can use 1,000 or 2,000 IUs to, to help support that muscle health and neuron and the nerve cells. Wow. That's it. So how do you know? So you need three to 5,000 international units yes. per horse? Yep, I use. And then how do you regulate that? The supplement, do you check your feed? Like, how does that work? How can you get to that level? Well, you can look at what your, some feeds do have natural vitamin E in them and you just do your calculation because your feed bag will tell you, how many I use per pound, and then you figure out how much you're feeding. And typically it's, you know, it's a maintenance dose. So maintenance is 1,000 to 2,000 I use. And then depending on how hard your, your horse works, you just go up from there, 3,000 to 5,000. So I think most of your horses, your guy that was having some issues, we put him on mm-hmm. 5,000, didn't we? I think we did too. We did. Yeah. Typically that's what I'll do. And then if we've got a horse that's just working hard, we'll put them on 3,000. Which is the which KPP product is it for? This is Elevate. Elevate, okay. Mm-hmm. The Elevate product. I'm on your website, by the way. We don't talk enough about how cool your website is because I, I'm on your website, and there is more information about each product on this website than any other website out there. And you have a tab that's for more information on vitamin E and ha- must have 30 articles yeah. on it. So, I mean, you could spend all day just researching vitamin E. And then you buy Elevate in a tub. Is that correct? Yes. It's okay. a, it comes in a jar, two-pound jar. And so a two-pound jar, how long? I know we're talking about all these terms that I got lost on, the, uh, the, the, the amount. Yeah, the international use. Yes, yes. So <laughs> how much do I feed and how long does a bucket last? If you're feeding the maintenance dose of 1,000 okay. IUs, a uh, two-pound jar lasts 130 days. Okay, that's better. So, so 65 <laughs> if you're feeding That's something I can relate to. And one scoop is 1,000 yeah. IUs. Okay, good. And we've had no trouble with anybody eating it. It's, been, it's pretty palatable. They, they, don't, they don't seem to even bother with it. You know, they eat it and it's all good. And um, so it's been, it's been very helpful. And, you know, that horse that we were talking about, he gained weight. Um, his coat got so much better. And we didn't really – I was really curious. So I, I really tried not to change anything else in his diet. 
and um, it made an incredible difference in that particular horse. Right. So. He also, you were trying to build some muscle on him and mm-hmm. were having trouble building muscle over his top line. Mm-hmm. And the vitamin E seemed to help with that too. Oh, it made a huge difference. Yeah. So, um, and Karen, uh, also your team, if you have questions, Karen does a fantastic job um, with helping design what supplements your horse needs to be on and why they need to be on it. And maybe you don't need this or you need this. So I highly recommend Karen and her team. And Karen, how do our listeners find you online? Uh, they can go to um, kppusa.com. That's our website. Or they can go to our Facebook page. We have a nice Facebook page. And then we answer questions from the Facebook page. On Facebook, search Kentucky Performance Products. And it comes right up. Well, this week's Total Saddle Fit Tip of the Week is actually about one of their new products. Phil, can you tell us a little bit about it? Well, I guess uh, totalsaddlefit.com has come out with a new awesome um, shim pad. It's a uh, 100% wool fleece and fits uh, six shim pockets, and it comes with the shim, so you don't have to buy them separate. and uh, And it helps to fit your saddle maybe um, intermittently before you you know you can get your your saddle fitter out, or if you have a growing horse, or I mean, it has a ton of applications. And uh, I just got it this week. I sat the the shim um, pad on a horse. I have a horse. He's He's five going on six now, and he needs a little, for the saddle that I've sort of been using on him, he needs a little lift in the back, and and Justin sent me the pad, and I have to tell you, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. We're hoping to have Justin come on the show to talk about his new uh, shim pads, but uh, I think... You know, from how I've used it already, it's it's got great. You know, the the wool um, fitting. It's it's pretty great. So yeah, and it has instead of the four normal pockets, which most shim pads have, this one has six, which I think is really cool. That Justin's figured out a way to give you even more um, padding in different areas of the saddle, which I think is fantastic. It, it and they you, also yeah. have this super adjustability. Yeah, yeah right? this yeah. wither freedom. Yeah, and also has this Wither Freedom technology, uh, which is a deep cut back over the withers and spine under the pommel to take away any pressure from sensitive withers, uh, that can, and it gives you better pommel clearance, which I think is really helpful because we've had a horse with really, really high withers, and they're incredibly difficult to fit, um, and this pad should really, really help that problem. Yeah, you, like can't, you, said, you Phil, can't fit before. those types of horses with, uh, with a normal half pad or shim pad because... I mean, I I was just telling Reese that I had to literally cut up a, a half pad last year to fit a horse that needed a, a little adjustment in the saddle. It was right before a show, and I found out that he was um, rubbing over his wither, and I was like, this this can't be, you know, this horse is going to come up with sore on his back and all this stuff. So I we we had the uh, half pad in the barn, and and I I. I basically ruined the half pad because you know, it, but it worked yeah. for the horse at the time. <laughs> you had to cut and it then, out. Yeah, two weeks later, we got the sure. saddle fitter out, and and all was well. But you know, at the time, we had to show. I mean, we had to show the horse, and and there yeah, was no solution go, for that. But um, you know, Justin sent sent over the with this pad with better better wither freedom, and I wish I had it last year, big time. Yeah. No, and it's so great. And and as always, Justin from Total Saddle Fit is fantastic and he answers any saddle fitting questions and I think you always have some. You know, I, I don't know about you, Phil, but one of the one of the benefits of being in well Wellington is that we can have our saddle fitter out. So we had our saddle fitter yesterday, and it's so helpful. Um, like, for example, Elancourt, who I always chat about, uh, you know, he's really put on a ton of muscle in the last 
three, four months. He actually didn't even recognize him. He was like, what horse is this? This is a new horse. And I was like, no, it's the baby. He's like, that's the baby? I was like, yeah, it's not the baby anymore. Not the baby anymore, um, yeah. Exactly. Not a baby anymore. He's, he's a big guy now. Um, and, and, and that's a really good thing because you want your saddle fitter to sort of say that or say, oh, you know, maybe this horse has gained a little weight or lost a little weight. Uh, and it will fit your, you know, it'll make your saddle fit a little bit differently. And, um, you know, here in Florida, we have access to the saddle fitter, you know, you know, I called Monday and he was out Wednesday, but, um, you know, in Kentucky, I don't have that kind of access. Uh, you know, they come twice a year. So, uh, this saddle has a fantastic option for helping with that. It makes it so much easier to fit the saddle and have it organized. So Justin, again, came out with a, another fantastic product. He really does a great job and all those products are really reasonably priced. Uh, and he did a really, really good job with this product. So, um, he also gave us a promo code. Uh, you can learn more at totalsaddlefit.com slash, is that a forward slash pad? Yeah. Slash pad. Uh, and, yeah. Or uh, you yeah. just click, you go to the totalsaddlefit.com and you can click the, click the link to the, to the saddle pad. And I guess when when you're checking out, you can uh, you can enter the the promo code Radio Pad. So that's capital R A D I O Pad uh, Pad capital P A D no space in between. And uh, and we thank Justin for for allowing us to uh, to offer our listeners great promotions. And uh, and I highly I highly recommend this pad. I think it's just great if you just you can use it as a normal half pad, no shims in it. But if you feel like, oh, you know, you got it, your your saddle needs a little adjustment. I mean, you can try to adjust a little bit. And if you don't like the adjustment, you just pull the shims out again. I mean, it's you're not you're it not locked great. into yeah. so you know, easy. stuffing the saddle or whatever. And you can you can stuff you can put a shim pad in here and say, oh, that works or it doesn't work or and ride for a bit and try. You know, like there's so many options with six pockets. You you can get the best fit possible that you can do without getting a saddle fitter out for sort of an interim solution. So I think it's awesome. Exactly. Well, as always, you can find our show notes and links to today's guests on our website, dressageradio.com. Like us on Facebook, just search Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. My website is maplecrestfarmky.com and my email is reese at horseradionetwork.com. You can find me at philipparksequestrian.com and my email is philip at horseradionetwork.com. I'd like to thank our sponsor this week for allowing us to put on a great show. And don't forget to check out all the other shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Everybody, keep your heels down and your shoulders back. And we will actually talk to you in two weeks. Next week's the best dev show. Enjoy. Enjoy.